All right, hello and welcome everybody to the Legends of Tabletop podcast. We have an all-star cast tonight. Oscar's going to be run us, running us through a game of Cthulhu Invictus. It's a brand new scenario, just finished this morning. So we're excited to get a chance to play test this. Ink barely over dry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to kick it over to you so you can give a description of the scenario and then we'll introduce all the players. Okay, the name of the scenario is Devil in Wolf's, Wolf's Clothing. It takes place in the city of Deva which will one day become Chester, I believe. Uh, it is in Western England on the Irish Sea. It is a major naval port and army base for the 20th Legion. The 20th Legion currently is not here. They're doing maintenance on Hadrian and, and the Antonine Wall in the north. The investigators are going to be asked to look into the matter of a very wealthy local man's missing wife. Just another excuse for not paying his taxes. <laughs> <laughs> Should we let everybody introduce themselves, or do you want to introduce them? Well, everybody can introduce themselves. Uh, we want to start with you, Sean. Sure. Uh, I'm Sean Branny from the H.P. Uh, Lovecraft Historical Society. Been a Cthulhu geek for years and years and decades and etc. And who are you playing? Oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, that's me, but I'm uh, playing Calvina Evodelia, a fabulous up-and-coming entertainer, master juggler, very good dancer, incredibly attractive, charming. I might be thrown off by uh, looking at my picture on the screen here, but that's who I am. I'm young and beautiful and female. We, we believe you. <laughs> wait till you wait till you see me dance. Right. I, no, I have no doubt that we will all be taken in. All right, Scott, why don't you uh, follow that up? Oh, uh, so I am playing. Uh, my name is Scott Glancy. Um, I am um, uh, one of the writers of Delta Green and uh, a Call of Cthulhu uh, player and uh, a deep lover of this uh, role-playing game system since I don't know since nineteen eighty three maybe or something um we're all old nerds we get it move along <laughs> um was was introduced to call of cthulhu when somebody decided to throw um the mythos into a traveler game you know how's that for showing my dusty props uh today um let's see here i will be playing lorenius vindy vindyorix lorenius vindyorix uh a uh a tax collector, essentially, a publician, a member of the equestrian class whose job it is. I uh, have signed up. Essentially, tax collection works where I have signed up to ensure that X amount of, of sesteri show up in the imperial coffers every year. Um, if I do not collect that amount of sesteri, uh, I pay the shortfall. So it's essentially, um, it, it's it's kind of gangstery. It's a little, it's, it's a little. Very, it's very Booker. It's very era bookie. You're yeah. a bookie for the empire. Yes, and uh, at the moment, I failed to short the... I didn't short the empire, so I, I could owe a lot of uh, denarii and sesteri. So I am uh, I am uh, somebody with a, uh, a fairly well-to-do by comparison to some of the, the, uh, the, the surrounding world with owning slaves, uh, having bodyguards, uh, having uh, thugs to encourage people to pair their fair share. But not today. Yeah. But not today. Um, I don't know, man. We may end up boarding the house up if this goes completely pear shaped. We just hunker hunker down in our bunker and uh, right. and hope that 
So yeah, that's what I'm. Um, hi, I'm Mike Mason from Curzium. I do a bit of Cthulhu stuff here and there, and I've been doing it for quite a while too. Um, I'm playing Menad the Mighty, a gladiator, and um, handsome apparently. So just, just yeah, as you can see, just like Sean, I'm just like my character. Um, yeah, that's it. Ready to go. Cool. And Jeff. Hi, I'm Jeff Muller. I'm an editor at Golden Goblin Press currently. Um, I've been uh, playing Call of Cthulhu since uh, the early 1980s. And uh, today I am playing Sabina of Cordoba, who is a 19-year-old bathhouse attendant um, who makes some coin on the side informing on people who don't pay their taxes. I hear lots <laughs> of things. I hear lots of things. All right, and of course you've got me as usual. Uh, you guys know my story, but I will be playing Courteous Fronto. He is a surgeon from the equestrian class, so hopefully I'll be able to keep this party alive. I, I look forward to the time you have to drill a hole in one of our heads. That's <laughs> that's just inevitable, I think. Sooner rather than later. <laughs> yeah, do, okay. it, do it prophylactically and let's get it out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> okay, just for just for entertainment's sake, I'm going to ask Mike to drop a twelve. Drop a twelve. Just drop roll, a twelve. Roll a twelve-sided die. All right. Of all the dice, I never bab out. It's a twelve. <laughs> <laughs> when, when do you use a d twelve? Today, now. Uh, okay, okay. I happen to have one. Handily spare. Okay, it's a two. Okay, we are going to say that this takes place in the month of February. Oh, the, the only the prettiest month in all of England. <laughs> Looks like rain. Do you want to burn any luck to change the, <laughs> to change the month to like April? Well, on the plus side, it'll slow the serpent men down. They'll be sluggish, I suppose. Yeah. All right, we're going to say it is a, a chilly rainy day and uh, uh, people are bored in february and they spend all their money february's great okay oh, ba so. bathhouse attendant yes there's yeah. everyone's coming in for the water absolutely yeah okay so you are i guess wintering in deva you've got some friends here who've put you up um we're going to say that uh, the tax collector's house is being renovated so he's staying with friends and you're all kind of in the city uh, Calvina is fabulously wealthy and has rented a house, and uh, you all are, are staying there with her. When you get a message through a friend of a friend that they have someone who needs a, a job done very quickly, very quietly, and they're willing to pay top coin, um, and they need someone who can get into uh, low places. Just in case, <laughs> just in place that goes there. They came to us. <laughs> well, technically, you have a bathhouse attendant who's a little bit higher in status than the slave. Um, a gladiator. I have five a gladiator who's, Thank you very much. Five and and Calvina Positive and Menad. Five. Calvina and Menad, who are both infamous. So you know. Yeah. You're, so yeah, you guys are. Not a very high, highly regarded group, which is funny because two of you are really wealthy, but there you go. 
So they ask if you uh, don't have anything else to do, if you would go to the house of Felix Hathias. Lucky Hathias. Lucky Hathias. What do we know about this Felix Hathias? What's the word on the street? Uh, give me an INT check and I can tell you some stuff. Um, I'm going to say that everyone making this roll except Scott has a penalty dice. Scott is native to this region. I have so... a 10. Oh, you hear lots of things, Sabina. I, that's my job to hear lots of things. I managed to roll a 9. Oh, so critical success is all around. No, mine was 99. Nope. <laughs> You're not even you you think Who? that this is a gaslight game. You're like, <laughs> like where am I? Sure this is How legit? did I wind up in ancient Rome? Um, okay, this is what you know about Felix or Lucky Hathias. He is very wealthy and he keeps a low profile and is rather private about his personal life. He has made his money through laundry. He owns most of the laundries in this city. Um, a lot of people, because, you know, laundry is based on urine, um, but as a, a emperor once said, money doesn't stink. Uh, he is a dangerous entity, entity to make. While he was consolidating his hold on the laundries, he drove several other rivals into poverty, some of which who have left town. He's married to his third wife, who is wealthy and from France. Gaul. The first guy delivering their third child. The second one he divorced, but they're still on good terms. Um, she does not live in this city. His new wife is Trupilla, who is much younger, and rumor has it they do not get along well. How old is this guy? He's about uh, he's about fifty. Hmm. Typical. Well, he's he's pushing the actuarial tables. That's for sure. Well, the average married couple in ancient Rome was a 30-year-old man and a 13-year-old girl, so he's, you know, he, he's fine. Um, that ratio may be not fine, but I'm not responsible for the history. Um, <laughs> his business rival is a man named Dominus Gala. Gala's the guy who left town in, in basically rags. He actually has, uh, he's running laundries one city over, and I'm going to get this wrong, uh, Mancusium. So he's rebuilt his fortune, and he has publicly sworn revenge uh, on his former rival. And that's, with those roles, that's everything there is to know about what he has. Okay. Do we know anything about her? Have I seen her around? Give me another role. People always just talk in front of me. Uh, 24. That's a hard success. So, yes, you do know quite a bit about Trupilla. Um, what do I know? She hates her husband and talks bad about him, which is why they seldom let her out of the villa. Oh. <laughs> Not even she, a bay? Barbarians. I think they're wealthy enough to have a bath. Mm -hmm. Um She's at war with her daughter-in-law, Hathia Felicia. They're about the same age. And uh, she has been heard saying that her new husband cannot satisfy her sexual appetites. Uh -huh. There are Welcome rumors. To Rome. 
There's rumors that she's planning to leave her husband. There are counter rumors that he's planning to divorce her because she's barren. They've been married for three years and she's not given him a child. There are rumors that her father, uh, Gertha, sent her to Britannia um, to be exiled for having an affair with a married man who was a business associate. These are just rumors, mind you. Rumors, pure rumors. Um, and that's all you've heard. That is some good dirt. No. So, and she's missing, is she? Well, I guess we better go uh, talk to this guy. Mm-hmm. I, I do an awful lot of laundry because I have an awful lot of clothing. Uh, do, I, <laughs> do I have a no? You a have a relationship with him. You I have, have my people, people do your do laundry. laundry. You have right, never right, right. touched a bit of dirty laundry in your life. <laughs> oh no, I I, so, I I soil the clothes absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I just know they come back clean somehow. <laughs> it's a mystery. <laughs> <laughs> let, us, let us pray that this knowledge is something that never tarnishes your beautiful I'm, mind. I'm going to say that none of you personally know him because in the way he's written, he's a very private person. Mm. Um, so he does not have a lot of close friends out of the business associates. No friends, just potential okay. enemies. <laughs> <laughs> so you go over and uh, you are greeted by one of his many slaves who brings you guys all in through a side entrance discreetly. Uh, where That's never are. happened to the tax collector in the bathhouse attendant before. <laughs> never happened to the... Oh, but it, happens to the, it happened to the actress and the gladiator all the time. They're <laughs> very used to it. I usually go out the side entrance going home very early in the morning. Uh, all right. Um, where does he, uh, where does he meet us? That, you, that two of you are infamous is going to have an effect, and it'll be a good effect sometimes, but not getting in the front door. Oh. Um, <laughs> so you're taken to his garden, where you are offered glasses of wine while you wait. Um, a slave comes by and says, I'm sorry, he's delayed in the meeting. He'll be here shortly. You know, my name is Rebecca, and I'm here to entertain you with some poems, if you wish. If you don't wish, I can leave. I asked her about her mistress. Is, uh, has she been about of late? Her eyes glaze over, and she just slowly smiles hmm. and says, um, I've mastered many of the poems from Greece, <laughs> um, <laughs> but those are not matters that I'm – it would not – You dare not speak of such things. How about mm-hmm. a poem, then? So she tells poems for a few minutes until he comes in and just waves her away, and she seems relieved. Um, and he says, uh, welcome, I'm uh, Felix Hathius. Thank you for coming. You come very highly recommended. And he asks, you know, he asks you guys to introduce yourselves. So, um, He knows who we are, so he wouldn't have asked for us. So the introduction is merely, I, I'm, I don't give him my CV, I just you know, uh, do the appropriate formal greeting in a business setting. I'm not sure what that would be in Roman culture, but I give him whatever the formal bow is, you know, like gotcha. in Japan. Okay, that's appropriate. So after... Yeah. As you say, I think Curtius would do the same thing. So but after he greets each one of you and, int- you know, you introduce yourselves, um, he says... So this matter, I trust you've been informed of the basics that my wife has gone missing and I like her found and returned home. When is it that she had gone missing? Actually, I I do have a a preliminary question before that. 
Go ahead. Why do you want to have her found? That's a fair question. Her father and I are old friends. Um, she is not my ideal choice, but she is here as a favor to her father. Okay. I um, am going to be working insight rolls on just about everything he says. Well, uh, roll them. Wow. An amazing level of insight that I have, and I fail the roll. <laughs> so, whoopsie-daisy on that one. Seems like he's being square with me. Okay. So, he says, I will tell you... Oh, and how do you want to how do you want to do insight for like one role for his whole pitch or one role per question? How do you want to do that? If you want specifics on a statement, roll at that moment. Okay. If if you want a general sense of he was hiding something during that conversation, you can wait until the end. Okay. Those the, those both will happen. Let's go. I'm sorry. Okay. Oh, no, it's good to establish that. Um, so he explains, look, my wife is young. She's spoiled. She's not my ideal choice, but she's the daughter of a friend. I agreed to keep to stay married to her, to keep her in Britannia for five years. After that, we're going to divorce, and she's going to go back home to her father. Um, her leaving in this matter, if she, manner, if she did leave, would embarrass both myself and her father, so I don't think that she'd go that far in her rebelliousness. I am fairly certain that Dominicus Gala has, has managed to, uh, to snatch her somehow. He's lost many businesses to me. Um, he tried to crush me, and I turned the tables on him. He's sworn revenge ever since. He's been rebuilding his fortunes, and now I think this is his time to uh, strike out at me, to uh, embarrass me. And if there is a weak link in my household, it is my young wife, Trupella. Are you suggesting that he lured her or that he um, abducted her? That's for all of you to find out. He goes, I, but I need her back in quietly before it becomes public knowledge that she's missing. <laughs> if you wanted her back quietly, you probably shouldn't have hired player characters. <laughs> How long has she been gone for? She wasn't at breakfast, and uh, her slaves are saying that uh, they went in to check on her in the morning, and she was gone. What time is it now? Uh, Rome is a society that gets up at dawn. It's probably about nine a.m. All right, but you've been missing three hours. Did I misunderstand or? Yeah, she, so she's only been missing a short time that we know of that he's fessing right. up to. Okay. Uh, can I make an insight check on that then? Go right ahead. Uh, 77. Nope, missed it. Seems legit. Um, I, I, I would like to turn up the charm on him a little bit to convince, do my best to convince him that we are the most able and capable people we have to handle this matter imaginable. Roll charm. <laughs> Oh dear. Uh 100. Wow! <laughs> wow! We're the worst. Uh would you like wow. to push that roll? I'm I'm the, I'm the most charmless and offensive uh boy. Um, um what you, what you end up saying is I, you I, know I said this all wrong. I'm You are like we are we are we are we are you know highly we are mildly trained semi-professionals. Um and he just stares at you for a moment. 
uh, as, like a like you just told the dog a joke, and he just does not get it. And he says, um, "Okay, well, yeah, I'm, really I'm gonna try and I'm gonna try and intervene a charm roll and step in front of that, if okay. at all humanly possible." Oh my god! Okay, thirty eight makes it. I I attempt to distract from that um, Fubar. Uh, okay, it's he, not a critical really, success. It's just a base success. He's he's relaxed enough to to end this meeting, and he says, "I'm sorry, I have a luncheon across town that I need to get to, an urgent business matter." Um, I am willing. Who's your to, chief slave in the house? He goes. Oh, I'm not trusting a slave to this. Um, you'll be reporting to my daughter, Hathia Felicia. Is she here? She's staying with me while her husband is north. He's a he's a prefect with the twentieth. Isn't Hathia's relationship with your uh, your wife, uh, shall we say, rocky? No, for what I know, they get along quite well. Insight. Might we have a word with her? I uh, fail my insight roll. It's my highest skill. <laughs> yes, um, she'll be at your disposal to deal with this matter. Um, I'll have her sent in as soon as uh, I'll have her sent in shortly. He says again. Um, I'm willing to pay quite well. I have a apartment in Londinum I never use. It was my second wife's. I don't use it. I'm willing to hand over the deed to all of you. You can sell the property forever you like. Keep it. I, I don't care. <laughs> Timeshare. Of course. Sounds good. Of course he doesn't pay cash. He pays <laughs> all right. property. So, um, Actually, we, the... Can the we... The property is probably worth quite a bit. No, I, I if we can get someone to buy it, you know. Has what's her name burned uh, a Londinium to the ground yet, or is that in our future? The the Bodic, the Budican Revolt takes place in about sixty eight. This game's taken place in about one forty five. Okay, so the city's been completely rebuilt at this point, and burned again, and hit with a plague, and built again by this point. <laughs> Of course, and then restored, and then bombed by zeppelins, and then bombed. it's a never-ending cycle. Stukas, and, you know, and currently on lockdown for coronavirus. Yeah, well, perhaps we could um, have a word we, um, with the daughter once. Uh, yeah, once the old man is done. Mister Moeller, okay. did you have a question for this guy before he flees? No, I want to. Uh, I want to see. I, I just want to get. We're not going to get anything from this guy. I mean, I want to talk to the slaves. They're the ones who knows what know what they're going on. Okay. As soon as he goes in, his daughter enters. She has a slave with her who's carrying an infant. She looks annoyed. The slave or the daughter? The daughter. Or the infant. Okay. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> the infant's asleep. <laughs> And she says, good morning. Uh, you are the group hired to go after my stepmother. We are the pros from Dover. Yes, we are. He, she checks to make sure that the door is closed and uh, says, good. Um, if you could have that little trial dragged back, it would do her a little bit of good. So um, have you searched the house thoroughly for her? Of course, the slaves have been through it three times. And I've had a whole of her slaves locked up. Fair precaution. <laughs> well, she but, came with them for goal of them. Mm, okay. They're her slaves. But they're not ours. She wants her she wants to see the daughter come back to get what's coming to her. 
Yes. Why should she flee on my father and embarrass him publicly? He says, look, I, I am fairly certain she snuck out to meet with someone. I would love nothing more than her adulterous autumn to be dragged through the streets publicly, but that would embarrass my father. But if you can drag her back with evidence of her wrongdoing, perhaps he'd be allowed to divorce her sooner rather than later. Either way. You don't think this Dominicus is responsible then? She rolls her eyes and says, that is an old rivalry that my father is holding on to. I'm sure Dominicus has gone off, rebuilt his fortunes, and never looked back. I hear he's doing quite well. I, go I, made ahead. An in, uh, I, made an, I made an insight on that reply to my question. She does not believe that Dominicus has anything to do with this. She firmly yeah. believes that, the, that her stepmother yeah, stuck out to meet with someone. I guess the appropriately Roman question might be, have you beaten the slaves to make sure they're not covering for her? No, we hire people to do that. Of course. I mean, she stares flatly at all of you. Well, then by all means, we have to give these slaves a proper questioning. Yeah. Where are they killed? Never mind the slaves. What, with your knowledge of her, uh, you think she's snuck out? Where to? Well, I haven't had the time to have her followed. I don't usually live here. Well, yeah, but, but you know, you know her. What's her interest? Is she is she at the markets? Is she is she with a a lover? Is she what you know? You know her. Tell tell us where you think she is. I am acquainted with her. You did say adulterous. So who's she adulting with? That's for you to find out. If I knew, I would have had people handle it already. All right. So she has no actual proof of adultery. She's just being grumpy. thinking the worst. Yeah. Um, that's all right. Um, do we have anything missing from the house in the way of, uh, the household's horses, transport? Would you have access to money? Yeah. Every, everything was accounted for. What was the question, Calvina? Money. Would she have had access to money to take with her? Oh, yes. She has plenty of her own. Mm. Plenty of her own. Okay. Well, then, uh, her, let's... her jewelry alone could support her for years. Well, then let's go check her room for jewelry, money, whatnot. Let's go toss her room. I'll lead you to her quarters, and would you like me to have her slaves sent in? Let's toss please. the room first. Yes, please. Okay. And I, I'd like she to crank up the some... charm on her just so she believes that we're the best friends she might ever have. Oh, we're going to try this again, are <laughs> Yeah. Yes. We're, we're going to do a better job this time. You think? Uh, it, can't it, it can't be worse. It literally can't be worse. Literally can't be Yes, it literally can't be worse. All right. Uh, 36. Uh, comfortable success there. Okay. And you, as you do that, she settles down a little and says, look, I'm going to, I'll be in the hall. Once you're done with the room, just say the word. I'll have the slaves brought in. Thank you. So you are in her room, which is the size of a very large apartment. Yeah. Um, it's actually several rooms. Uh, I was about to say, it's probably her apartments. It's probably their. The, it's, the, it's a wing of the yeah. villa. So, if you wish to search the four rooms, give me four spot hiddens. Okay. 
Success. Fail. Okay, let me check one of them. Fail. You want me to? Oh, so you might. You're making four spotisms each, rather than oh, just no, one no, no, room. Um, there are four rooms here. I'm saying oh, right. that so I need four room. success. You're spreading out. Okay, you have that's... to roll four times. Sorry, four. Uh, two successes. Two successes from me. Okay, one one success from me. Okay, two you, successes. Two you out search four the rooms, and there's nothing really missing. There's nothing really here. What we're looking uh, for is like her jewelry, her clothing. How many sets of oh, clothing are taking? That's here. Um, it does not look Roll like this room. Is, yeah, it doesn't. It looks like somebody went. You know, it doesn't look like anyone's fled town. It doesn't look like anybody's packed up. There's plenty of really valuable, very small, transportable wealth here. That if she was planning to go on the lamb, she'd be a fool not to take it. Yeah. Nothing have, around the I windows. Have two if I can. Talk. Let me see yeah, if I can slide hand and grab it. Grab one like of those transportable pieces of uh, value. I don't, so I don't. <laughs> well, okay. we spot you doing it, and it's just a matter well, of. That might be. It, it's just that, yeah, you can take it. Just let us know that you took it so that <laughs> it doesn't become an issue about we think she took it with her later, okay? I, I, I jot down its taxable it. I wasn't value. taking it, I was just admiring the artistry. Oh, well, in that case, I'll take it. It'll be an advance on our two taxes. questions from this then, please. Um, first okay. question: What do you got? First question: um, The windows. Are there any signs of breaking, tampering, entering, scuff marks, um, ropes going yeah. down, um, things of that nature? Here's the thing: Her wing does not have access to the outside. Mm. Interesting. Well, that tells me that tells me the first thing I was curious about. It, are um, the windows the, the second up? thing is the boudoir, the the the, um, the wash, um, birth control, silphium, things of that nature. Look look under things. Look behind drawers. You find her stash of hemp. You find her stash of opium. You find her silphium pills. Um, you find some dirty car, some dirty literature. You know, she's a nice normal girl. So what you're saying, but but you, we do find birth control. So she's uh, there's a reason why she's not producing uh, air. You could assume there's a reason she's not pr producing an air, but there is birth uh, control of birth control here, a okay. supply of birth control here. Um, Which again, for a woman of her station would not be very uncommon. Okay. Um, any sign that the uh, bed's been used for coitus lately? Like there's something going on in the house as opposed to her sneaking out? That would have been a critical success, but I'm going to say no. Okay. I will actually say since King slept in it last night, but the covers are all rumpled up. Of, of, yeah, okay. The bed looks slept in from last night. Um, It looks like it's meant to look like it's been slept up in. Mm. Hmm. Ah. Okay. All right. Um, and again, uh, one of the things I want to ask about this apartment, um, I've seen this is just based on, you know, watching I, Claudius and, um, you know, other period pieces. How much uh, open access to the sky is there as far as lighting? Or is it all lamps? I'm Because I'm, I've seen a number of these things where they have a lot of open sort of skylight oh, it's, sort it's, of it, things. It's, it's lamps here. It's lamps. Okay. This is the prison wing. It's also Chester in it's, England, it's, so they're in our open the rooms. Yeah, it is the prison wing. 
Okay. Ra- okay. Raining ninety percent of the time. There is no holes in the roofs. Yeah. Okay. Um, I am thinking Italy, Rome. Rome. Yeah. yeah. I'm thinking. Yeah. I'm thinking Mediterranean. You're right. Okay. Uh, shortly after you guys signal that you're ready to move on, a line of eight slaves are brought into the room. Uh, they introduce themselves, and I'm just going to rattle off their names and tell you a little bit about the about their look. Uh, Minu. It is an older woman from with a, a cast of a, a Arabian cast, and she walks with a cane and uh, has a limp on her right side. There is a large, well-muscled uh, local woman, and Manad instantly recognizes her. Her name is uh, Quineva. She is a retired gladiatrix. It's Elish, who looks like a chubby woman from Lugdunensis. Um, when she gives her name, she stutters. A woman comes in, very young, muscular looking. Her gives her name as uh, Blanid. And her position is she's uh, her master, her mistress's masseuse. Hey. Elish is her dresser. There is a, another young, young woman with waist length blonde hair, also looks like she's from Gaul. Her name is Slain, and she is her mistress's hairdresser. There is a young man. He's probably about 12. He has a gap in his teeth. He is uh, Faraz. There is Vashti, who is the mother of Faraz. She's middle-aged, and um, she's also Arabian. And she says that she is the cosme- her mistress's cosmetic slave. And there is a very pretty, well-dressed female dwarf named Minima. What is and she, her job? She, she says, I'm an entertainer. I sing and I juggle. Do we want to divvy them up? Or do we want to work them all collectively? We're going to have to address them. We're going to have to split them up and ask them one at a time and see how their stories match. So... Why do I suspect that intimidation is not going to be super cool on the gladiatrix? Well, right. Menad, Menad could go one gladiator to another. Mm-hmm. Come yeah, up yeah. that way. But I can yeah. also uh, talk to the dwarf and juggler, uh, one juggler to another. Okay. I introduce All myself. I introduce myself right. as, uh, as my official position. Explain that um, my companions and I are uh, have a very simple task, and that is to return your mistress unharmed to this house. And of course, we would all be very grateful for your cooperation in this manner. Uh, they all we'll- shuffle about and look at one another nervously. Um, so mm-hmm. you're going to start breaking them up. Mm-hmm. All right, Mike, how do you want to go at the gladiatrix? Um, well, I'm just going to like be uh you know as we said one gladiator to another i'm not gonna you know i'm not gonna come over all intimidating i'm just gonna be like hey you know hey how's it going and uh she says i've had better days yeah well i'm sure we all have but what's what's going on with your uh with your mistress where's she gone she says um i don't know i she was here when we put her to bed 
uh, when I came in with her body slave in the morning, she was gone. And she's never done anything like this before, I guess. <laughs> Not that I'm aware of, sir. No, I'm, I'm going to make, uh, you know, uh, insight just, is she uh, on the level? I, uh, I fluffed that. Um, so uh, I don't know. I am. But, I am so, presuming that we're doing this, outnumbering the slaves. That it's. Yeah, be... I would say that you're bringing them in one by one and all talking them. We can... right, I'm going to go oh. ahead and throw a. Wow, my best skill. Yeah, I. Um, everything this. Uh, everything Does anyone else have... want to roll for the, for the roll. bodyguard? Are we talking to the gladiator? Uh, sure. Yeah, yes. you're, you're all. Yeah. You're interviewing the gladiator first. 10 out of 70, so it's uh, extreme. She is lying. She's lying about the bed check. She's lying about her mistress having never done this before, never done any, doing anything like this before. So You've never I, been more sure of anything. So I, I step up close to Manad and I say, right, so um, she's you, not me, telling me... the truth. <laughs> okay. I turn then, I, I sort of, you know, pause, pace around for a minute or two then kind of come up to her and give her a full intimidate and say, you're lying, and I want to know what's really going on. Uh, I uh, pass my intimidate. She stares at you for a minute, and then her lip quivers, and her shoulders drop, and she says, um, they're, they're going to kill me first. Who is going to kill you? My The master. Why? Why? She says, "He says it won't. Says, you're 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 to bring her back, right? You're not to. That's right. A, he says, then you need well, to bring her back because I, I'll 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 tell you what I know. But uh, she says she did sneak out. She sneaks out a lot. Um, I usually go with her. Um, I went with her last night. We got a few blocks away, and then she met a man. Um, it's a man that she knew from Gaul." He had a bodyguard with him as well, so my mistress, against my rec my recommendation, sent me back to the house. She said that they would be fine. This man's name? I did. She goes. His name's Sita. He's someone that she knew back in France. Uh, Minu would be able to tell you more. Sita and. Uh... They they lovers. They lovers. I I assume they are. He's new, but it's some. It's an old friend from the continent. Um, I didn't get a good look at his face, but I got a good look at his bodyguard. He's he's short, very muscular, dark beard, shaved head, odd accent, not Greek, not quite Greek. So, do you think she would return on her own in a day or two, or is she as she as as she left? She's careful she always comes back she said i'll be back before dawn she but said she i'll be back before dawn but no she hasn't no i mean are i've got you, out you, you, times. I've always come back she's never stayed out overnight so you're afraid for her something's happened to her I, I would say so i don't think that she would have ran off with him not without her thing not without and me and, and minima at least okay and is there anything else you need to tell me Anything else you're going to you know, regret not telling me later? She says, uh, Minu and uh, Elish would be able to tell you more. When I told them what she called the man, they seemed very upset. 
that is called him by his name Sita, or did she call him something else? She called him by his name Sita. When I said, when I came back without her, they said, what happened? I described it. They asked who she was. When I said the name Sita, uh, both of them got very upset. I've only been in the mistress's services since she came to Britannia. Got it. Um, All right. Okay. Well, just remember. All right. Well, let's get me. Gladiators don't like I'll whisper quietly to her. Gladiators don't lie to one another. I'll let you off this time. Happens again. Be bad news. Now be on your way. Thank you. Have mercy on us. I mean, we, we didn't plan for to get caught up in all of this. She's she's a very hard mistress to, to deal with. And um, she steps out. Let's bring in Mena. Or Menu. Menu is this older woman. When she, she comes, comes in, in when she, as she's limping, can I? I would like to make a, a a first aid check on her to like kind of put her at ease. Say, oh, you know, I noticed that you have a cane. Has it been bothering you for long? Let me see if there's anything I can do to try to put her in a, you know, put us in a position of being able to get something. Okay, out this will be a this will be. It's not an injury, so it's going to be a medicine roll. All right, medicine. Fair enough. Uh, Forty-one out of eighty-five. It's uh, it's arthritis. Hmm, okay. She's she's, you know, she's old. All right. So he'll 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 like go into his pouch and like pull out a solve that's you know good for that. And he's ah, oh, you know, apply okay. this uh, you know, twice a day and. She's at ease, but she saw Quineva's face as she passed her. And I uh, like, I spend my time while other people are talking to her, sort of standing over by the mistress's bed. Just I I just keep eyeballing the rumpled sheets that she may or may not have had a hand in rumpling uh, in an attempt to uh, see if she because I don't want to necessarily tell each slave who it was who ratted out you know I don't want to just go in and say hey the gladiator said blah 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 you're a liar I'd I'd rather come at this as a you know crack each egg individually if we possibly can. Um, and one of those things is going to be, you know, this bed hasn't really been slept in and so on and so forth. So while other people are asking her questions, I'm just going to stand off to the side and see if I can make a, a, a keep drawing her away from the questions she's being asked by standing next to the guilty okay. thing. By, by being so dramatic, I'm going to grant you, I'm going to grant whoever tries to intimidate her or persuade her a bonus dice because you're intentionally pointing towards something that's making her uneasy. I'm going to launch a charm offensive to uh, get her to tell us if about this man's sit-up. Okay. Go ahead. Mm. My, my charms are slightly Bina, not please. charming today. Um, sorry about that. All right. All right. Everybody is blowing their best. This, this obviously, yeah. Well, charm is actually my best stat, so I'm, I'm going to sidle up to her. And um, say, listen, um, that bed obviously hasn't been slept in. We, we, we understand that an old friend of hers from Gaul has been seen in town. Um, this is not going to go. This is not going to go well for your mistress if she just simply doesn't come back. The possibility, none of the possibilities are good. One is she's been abducted and come to harm. And I'm sure you don't want that. Another is that she has run off with this uh, gentleman and done so on your watch, and I'm sure you don't want that. 
So let us try to let us try to let us try to do what we can with this situation for the benefit of all. But you have to tell okay. us what you know. Roll it. Uh, eighteen out of fifty-five. Thank goodness. <laughs> okay. She immediately starts to cry and says, you know, she's always been spoiled. Her mother spoiled her. It was, it was all I could do. I practically raised her. She doesn't have a, she doesn't have an ounce of common sense. Um, I told her to stay away from that man. He's no good. He has a very cruel streak. Um, even back in France, he would only be attracted to women if they were married. Um, Question. Uh, he's a bad man in the... Um accepted in common ways that men are bad or does he have some exceptionally bad qualities that we should know about yeah you, you did say that he seems to he, enjoy wrecking homes he also enjoys hurting people hmm. one of our staff was uh taken by him in a rather rough manner against her will and we covered it up so that mistress would not punish the slave for uh <laughs> For getting raped. Cool. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, welcome to the first and second centuries. Yay! He was he was quite brutal with her. He has a very cruel streak. This man. I don't. But again, some women find that attractive, and he does quite well with other men's wives. He, where does, he did where not show this interest fellow? in her. Yeah, is there I, a was, I was not aware until last night that he was in Britannia. He lives in uh, he lives in Lugsonensis. Are you aware of anybody he knows here in this city besides your mistress, sir? My mistress was sent here because she didn't know anyone. Okay, <clears throat> I'm wondering what the uh, what, what about this fellow he was seen with? This describing this little short bearded bald muscly guy. pocket battleship type that that's his yeah. uh that's his bodyguard i've seen we saw him around um he's been in a citizen service for, for many many years i don't remember his name but um he's, he's phoenician he's very good at what he does Did there have been many attempts on that man's life and uh <laughs> if the bodyguard was not good at what he did the sitter would have been dead long ago i'm assuming outraged husbands and uh Overthrow uh, the wives he's dumped in his wake may have sent professionals or at least people who were paid. Um, I believe so. He is uh, not well liked. Um, when it comes to public accommodation in this city, uh, I'm not sure how this works as far as inns, taverns, guest houses. Um, what are what, what's the situation in this city as far as public accommodation for this guy to have been in the city? Um, for public accommodations in ancient Rome. There's not, there are no such things as really like long-term hotels or there'll be rooming houses above taverns. You know, you can rent a room uh, from someone. Usually when you stay with, when you travel and stay with people, you're staying with friends of friends. Exactly. Okay. Um, so trying to find out where this guy was staying in a city this size would be no simple task. Okay. Um we won't just be calling the concierges on the phone. Um, this guy, um, equestrian? Yes. Okay. And when Is did it... she learn he was here? Uh, madam, I, I did not realize, I did not know she knew he was here. We knew that she was meeting with someone. Had I known mm. it was Sita, I would have tried to 
convince her to do some to find other distraction. No, that's I very would not have, of you. And I, well, how would a request to meet with a woman who basically lives in a closed wing of a villa have been gotten to her? Who would have delivered it? Uh, we have a messenger, but messages come to the house all the time. They're not, and and her messages aren't screened by her husband's staff. No, she has many friends and family in Gaul. She receives notices all the time. Okay, would it be or a status check, young messenger? He's my grandson. I'll have him brought in, but he he would not have read any messages he brought to the mistress. She's very. Once some things were read and he was bad, want to know where it came from? Well, I'm impressed they can read. Delivered to the door. Well, mistress insists we all can read. Would it be a status check or maybe an empire check to see, since he's also of the equestrian class, like maybe some, uh, you know, who he would associate with potentially in the city? In a city this size, that could be dozens and dozens of people. Um, Yeah. So However, you do question the messenger, and he says it was if that he didn't get any. He just got the daily dispatches that came from Gaul. They come once a week, you know, once you know, once a couple times a month. It must if she got a message from someone, they must have been speaking at that through there. Um, it, but he it, says it, he doesn't open her mail. Let me let me confirm something here. Um, Felix's family here. These guys are rich, but they're not. Uh, they're not patricians. They're just no, extremely they're wealthy. Patricians. Okay. Yeah. Okay. They're, I mean, they're living like patricians, but they are self-made. They're self-made. Patricians would be would have their money in farming and real estate. He actually has his money through business, which is the hallmark of the equestrian status. Okay. He's he owns laundry. He owns a string of laundry. Okay, just just making sure if they're just just checking on sort of the class act, the class differences in this scenario. Uh, this guy Sid is uh, also not a patrician, so he doesn't move in those circles. So that's fine. I'm just sort of trying to narrow our our search to you know where this guy would be hanging out. Uh, if it, if well, yeah. correct me if I'm wrong, but um, it seems to me that um, if, if the if we can't backtrack the message does the message still exist um, where is it yeah the first of the message still exists but second um you know typically if this guy is an infamous schnook and doesn't want anybody to know he's in town he probably would have tasked the the job of finding accommodations to his people so where would a phoenician go in diva to you know find a quiet place to hole up and, um, well, you know, a, a, a rich, a rich prick of a gall, mm-hmm. that's not, that's going to be hard to find, but a stocky bald Phoenician in, in, yes. in Deva, that will be easier to find. Um, uh, cause yeah. that's a person that would definitely stand out. Um, yeah. where and would he go? Where the- Master would send him. Well, that would be a that would be a good job for the tax collector. Those damn Phoenicians never pay their taxes. Or I could send out a someone from my house to yep. uh, ask about. Uh, yeah, um, to speak in theories. Well, Scott, you do have good connections with the local Vigilis. 
Well, let's start. Uh, let's start with that once I once we get out of here. Uh, that'll be one of our first stops once we're done with these slaves. Now, again, we're not talking. The, the The actual message itself does not physically exist anymore. Is that what we're hearing? The menu says that Mistress burns anything that arrives from her lovers. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, I go I, ahead and check, I, check. I'm the one who insisted she start doing that. So she wouldn't have, a, if she was going to be reckless, at least be smart about it. Um, I go ahead and poke, <laughs> poke, poke at the heart. Really smart. Where, where did she burn it? Is there anything left of it? There is nothing left. All right. All right. Are we ready to move to the next slide? So, we are, um, I mean, we're hanging question. around here. Who was the, uh, who was the um, sorry. I was just saying. One last question. Who was the uh, slave that had something prior to do with this guy? Um... That would be Elish, the uh, oh young, the young chubby one who stutters. Oh, okay. All right. But I think uh, you've kind of gotten everything you need from this crew. All right, go ahead and send in your grandson. Maybe we can find out where he picked the message up from. Again, he picked it up from the pack of dispatches that came every more every twice a you know twice. Okay, a okay. So he got it from the front door. The it wasn't a matter of him bringing it to the house. No, himself. no. Okay. Okay, Mike, you had something so, too. I was going to say, if if we've we've got everything from this bunch that we're going to get, uh, should we be? Well, while we're doing that, even should we be getting someone to go and ask around if they've seen this Phoenician? Um, you know, what? Uh, they're going in theory. In theory, um, so get word to someone to go and start asking some questions. Where 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 can yeah. we get some sightings of the Phoenician? Sorry, kind of little cat disturbance. Hold on while you guys do all that. So, Mike, you want to send out someone to well, see if uh, Cal Calvina was saying her people. If I, I could send out people from my household to go uh, ask about about visiting Phoenicians in town and if they might be able to. Uh, well, they would have put in. A, they would have almost certainly have put in it. Well, even even if uh, it is February, but. They still most likely would have put in at the port. I mean, they're not going to be driving across, uh, and not likely in February anyway, driving across Britannia from Gaul on a, you know, on a wagon. Okay, so this is February. So, Calvina, <laughs> you're going to send out people to just ask around if anyone's heard anything about a Phoenician. I'm going to ask you to make a luck check on that. While you're waiting for that. Uh, Minu comes over and says, what are you going to tell her husband's daughter? Uh, my luck check was successful. Okay, let me get back to you. Yeah. She says, I have, I have people to protect. I, my daughter and my grandson are among her, uh, are among us. You know, we, we did not wish to be part of a scandal. But I'm going to crank up the charm again to let her know that we are the best friend she could ever have, incredibly discreet, and really the, it's it's good to know us and we'll take good care of her. Well, she says, but what are you going to tell his daughter? Nothing. It's a need We've to know basis. I don't think the daughter hour. needs to know. Yeah. Yeah, just that his uh, wife We're, is still missing. Yet. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, we're not finished. It's an investigation. Our policy She's, is She seems relieved discussed. and yeah. uh, oh, thanks yeah. you. And as soon as you guys come out, the daughter says, so what have you learned? Nothing concrete yet. We're, we're still have a few, uh, 
other people we need to talk to and uh, other avenues to explore. Luckily, I roll a 79 on her insight. <laughs> it's not so a good day. Said, not a good day for insight. So she says, well, then you best get on with it. Um, should I keep these? Should I keep them all on lockdown? Yes. Thank Beat you. them a little extra for us. <laughs> all right. You are charming. <laughs> okay. Just a, just a little. You made your luck check, and she said, and one of your servants delivers a message. A madman was arrested for attacking two Vigilis last night. Reports are that he was bald, stocky, and foreign. Hmm. Well, let's go check on the watch and see what they've if they've still got this guy in the dungeon, goal prison, whatever we have around here. Clink. Okay, so the uh, the vigilists are the firefighters and police. They live in state-run barracks that can be quite nice. So you have accommodations and a salary. A lot of these places will have their own hospital, their own library, their own bathhouse. So it's almost like a little mini base for the fire police department. Yeah, I understand that their job is primarily to spot a fire at night as opposed to stop crime in the street. They're... But they're in charge of both. Yeah. Um, well, since uh, their digs are paid for by the taxes I collect, hopefully I've collected enough taxes so that they're digs are nice enough that they're going to be well disposed towards me. Okay, make a status check. That's probably making it because it's an 18, but let me look at my character sheet. Oh no, it's it's way, it's 52, I think. Yeah, I think it was quite, I thought it was pretty high. Okay, um, they actually like you a lot. Yes. You've made some good deals for them, so you all head over to the Vigilus Ward, the Vigilus base, and you are met by uh, Tribune Boris Varro. He's one of the five commanders of the Vigilus in Deva. And he goes, and he's like, ah, good morning. Uh, or, is it almost, or is it almost noon? He looks at the sun. Well, um... What can I do for all of you? And he's like, he goes, and he's like, in such great company. He goes, Menad the Mighty. He goes, it's an honor, sir. I saw you fight. He says, I saw you fight in, in, in Britain, in, uh, you know, some town. Yeah, you got, um, you got fans everywhere, Manad. Okay, Calvina also oh. rolls status. I fly everywhere. Where am I asked? Oh, just under. Okay, he does not recognize you. But he says, uh, so he just kind of nerds. He's more of a wrestling fan than the theater. Yeah. <laughs> His law. Naturally. And yeah. he says, so what can I do for you? Well, we, we, uh, we understand that you've got a guest from last night, uh, some Phoenician who's been thrown in a cell. Oh, he's not in a cell. He's in the infirmary. Getting quite crowded in there. We're having a... Um, I wish we could tell. He says, I wish I knew. Um, we were wondering if we could um, take a few minutes to speak with this Phoenician. I don't know what you'll learn. He's uh, a little out of his mind. Um, we're trying to figure out what nearly killed him, but he hasn't been much of a help. He much, hasn't been much help in that matter. We're pretty short staffed. It wasn't, it wasn't your Vigilis? I heard he attacked your Vigilis. I assumed he was in the infirmary because your men put him there. No, no. My men couldn't cause wounds like that. I'm not sure what could cause wounds like that. Oh, goody. 
Well, that's well, I, definitely a job for Fronto. Yeah, I, I shake yeah. my bag and I say, "Well, let's have a look and see what uh, see what he looks like." <laughs> Lead the you way, courteous. I said, "Are you a doctor, sir?" Uh, yeah, uh, I am a surgeon. We can use every hand. We've got a dozen sick men in the infirmary. Mm. Uh, yes, uh, I, I will set about it. Well, says, you could. You, he goes, "Minerva, be praised. This couldn't come at a better time." So says, uh, hold on, let me get someone for you. And he summons a younger officer who is a uh, Principalis Missorius Flores. And uh, he is a Vigilis with medical training. All right. And uh, he seems a little bit tired and overwhelmed as he comes out to meet you. And he goes, uh, a lot of, uh... I... Sabina, go ahead. Jeff, finish your question. Oh, so I has there been a has there been a lot of illness going about? I haven't heard anything about this, have I? Uh, we just had the we had a nearly a dozen men come in over the last two days. Um, with what? With what? He says, "Well, um, we rightly don't know. It's a strange illness that we're trying to get a handle on." Um, the and he says, "Maybe, sir, uh, maybe you would know." And as he walks you across the base to the infirmary. He says, we've got a dozen men, um, a mix of sailors and soldiers. We're keeping them here in case they're contagious so they don't uh, infect more people in their units. Mm. We've got sudden shifts between feeling very vigorous and incredibly weak and tired. They are having waves of dizziness, nausea, uh, some vomiting, but it's coming in waves. They're sweaty, feeling very hot, feeling very cold. Um, when they do sleep, they awake screaming. When asked why, they said they were having nightmares. When you ask what the nightmare is about, they say they don't remember. Some of them say that everything seems really loud and that there are like really strong. None of us can smell it or hear it. Or um, They have strong hearts and their pressure is, is acceptable. So we're Have you not led them yet. We've, we've tried everything. He says that uh, none of them seem to be in, at risk of dying, and bleeding is medieval. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the Romans had better medicine than than put, that put your put your leeches away. Yes, yeah, of course. We're gonna we're gonna start by drilling holes in their heads. That's completely and, and they have uh, <laughs> helpful. And they a few of them have broken out in very strange rashes, um, some kind of sensitivity to the metal on their skin. Hmm, interesting. Um, can I make a medicine check? Does this sound like poisoning? Does this sound like anything that... Yeah. Right. Oh, 19 out of 85. You go, it sounds like poisoning. He goes, we've ruled that out. We've asked them what they've been eating. None of them have eaten or drank from the same thing. And then you said, it could be this. And he goes, we've ruled that out too. So... Um, he says that uh, I know I'm, I may be young for this position, but that's only because all of the older, higher ranking officers, they're out in town. Apparently, there have been four cases of this among some of the wealthiest men in the city. Hmm. And when did so, this start? Two days ago. Has a, n- a new ship come into port? Anything uh, out of the ordinary that you've noticed around the town? We probably have to ask the harbor master. Um, nothing so dramatic um nothing out of the ordinary it's been quiet hmm. but uh 
you're here to speak to the the Phoenician. Correct. Well, do you know anything about him? We we can barely we don't even we can't even get his name. I don't believe we have his name either. Uh, he's someone that came across uh, in discussions on another matter that we are attending to. Uh, Employed by a man called Sitta, we understand. Sitta. Sitta. Doesn't seem familiar. Well, here we are, and you're brought to the infirmary, and again, you see 12 men lying down, you know, sweating. Some of them appear to sleep, and they're thrashing in their sleep. And it's just this guy caring for these 12 guys, because the other doctors are out in town. Um... He goes, these are the victims of whatever illness is going along, but your friend is in the back. Uh, we're trying to keep him separated from everyone else to keep them calm. And his symptoms are different? Oh, quite. Hmm. Um, it's best you see it. So you're brought over to this man. Okay, he says that, uh, well, he didn't so much as attack some of our men has run screaming towards them and knock a couple of them down. Um, there was a lot of blood, but all of it was his. He's in pretty bad shape, but he doesn't seem at risk of dying because he would have died already. In fact, I'm kind of surprised he hasn't died yet. Um, when you see this guy, he has blood-soaked bandages on his right arm and on his left chest there's a band of bandages and they're just soaked with blood and you see there's a bucket oh, next dear. to the bed that there have been other sets of bandages that have been collected they keep changing his bandages he just doesn't stop bleeding does he he goes no um and we've tried everything we've even tried to cauterize the wound um as a last resort oh. but the scab just sloughed right off the burnt right off the flesh oh. am i having any back. odd flashbacks to certain problems that I have encountered before. You might want to roll a Cthulhu Mythos check. <laughs> this um, is sounding vaguely familiar, unfortunately, with my character's backstory. Holy shit, I rolled as an odd one out of ten. <laughs> Take that! I did not make it, but I did roll rather low. Scott, you made it. I don't have, I only have an eight, but I and I rolled a, uh, an eighteen. But no, I did not. I did not roll under five for this one. It, it didn't. It didn't come but, up um, in my character background either. No, Pl the player has some suspicions. Oh wait a, minute, wait, 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 wait a minute, Jeff, your character has specifically. Yes. Yes. Encountered. Okay. This so, particular thingy, so, Bob, before. Yes, yeah, so you can you, you confer with Curious Fronto, and you confirm that wounds that won't heal, they are connected with uh, a, a certain great old one that uh, that may or may not have originated in this part of the world. That's that's pure speculation and rumor. It's a, what a horrible thing to say. Um, you don't. He believe. says that we sent one of our we sent our best doctor south. They're going to call a specialist from Londinum to try and make heads or tails of what's going on with him. Yeah, there aren't any heads. It'd just be tails, right? <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> that's, that's a great pun, by the way. Um, <laughs> yes, more tails than heads in this case. Yes. Um, um, yes, you do are, know. Are all the, um, is there any? Are all the? Uh, are all the victims in the ward here? Are they all male? Yes. Uh huh. 
Well, this, you know, it's it's the Vigilis Hospital. Yeah. Well, and all, all of these people here are soldiers and uh, naval and sailors. But he says that the yeah. four people, the four civilians that seem to have come down with the same symptoms, they're all male as well. <laughs> Courteous, yeah. do, do we know if uh, uh, I can pa wait. patients in the regular hospital who are not part of the Vigilis Treatment Center are also having this sort of um, outbreak? Uh, well, there are no public hospitals. Well, would there, is there anywhere else to go but here? Or well, would all sick people be here? There is there, a, is there a temple to Mars? Is there a temple to Mars Nodens? He says we've we've canvassed the city to see if this is part of a wider outbreak. It's only ah, those, it's only those four wealthy men and this these dozen servicemen. Okay. So does, this, says, does this include does this include the two guys who he knocked down last night? They seem to be fine. Oh, the okay. this guy who's all covered in bloody wounds, he doesn't have any of the same symptoms of the other people. Okay. Okay. Like he's not sweating, he's not having nightmares. He appears yeah. out of his mind and he has wounds that won't stop bleeding. And he won't die from blood loss. Kind of how, a mystery. How I, much, can, I can wake him up if you want to try and make heads or tails, but all he's done to us is rant. Well, we could ask him about uh, the girl or about Siddha. Let's ask uh, Courteous Fronto if there's any medicines that we could possibly apply to him that'll, that uh, might slow his ranting down to a speed that can be intelligible. I'm not suggesting we start with that, but let's. It's a it's a possibility. Make, make a medicine roll. All right. Or pharmacy. Uh, oh shit! Eighty-seven out of eighty-five. Can I spend two points of luck? Sure. All right, I will do so. Um, yes, I I suggest that we wake him up. Uh, there may be something to be gleaned from his rantings, and perhaps I uh, have something in the bag that will allow us to make him more clear. Okay, you wake him up, you know, they, they, and he immediately asks for more poppy juice so he can go back to sleep. He, he appears... Ah, not yet. You mean this poppy juice? Uh, Courteous, um, can you uh, open some of those bandages up so we can see what kind of wounds we're dealing with? I have a bad... Uh, the player has a suggestion, has <laughs> an idea, but I don't know that the character does. Okay, so you, you, do you want to do that? The, the medic here allow it because you're more of a proper surgeon. Sure. You know he's hoping some. You know he wants to help this guy. He just doesn't right. know how. As you take uh, these off, it looks like a, a, a circular uh, mass of flesh has been removed from the right arm and the left side. These are would these, interesting. Would these, be, would these be more, say, oval shaped, perhaps, um, than circular? Any other? No, they, they appear circular. Mm -hmm. um, the only thing that you have seen that would leave this kind of a bite is possibly a lamprey. But it oh, would God. need to be a really big, very aggressive lamprey. I was um, going to suggest, can we even tell that they're bites? But okay, you're telling me they're bites. Uh, no, they're, they're there, clearly bites. Um, is there any chance that there's a... When you say it's a circular wound, does that mean... That it also dips down into the meat, so that there is a 
yep. chunk a of meat di- removed. A, divot, stop, stop a, a bloody divot in his arm and his side that won't stop bleeding. Ragged and torn or smooth? Like a bite out of an apple. Cool. <sighs> this is what we signed up for, kids. Yeah. Okay, so he he's like, I, 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 I want to go back to sleep. And he goes, just give me the juice. He goes, if you're not going to stop the bleeding, just put me back to sleep. First, you need to tell us where you were last night and where is your master? Make a persuade check. Ooh, and, make that a, and make that a hard success. <laughs> I would love to. No, 83. That's not even close. Okay, can I oh, poke I'm, him in his, can I poke him in his region? Go ahead. I poke him in his wound. And we need a hard intimidate. I rolled a zero eight. That's pretty goddamn good. Success. Does this hurt? Poking him. Yeah. Does it hurt when I do this? I'll talk. I'll talk. Stop. Stop. He goes, look. He says, we we went to pick up some married woman, and and she had a a gladiatrix bodyguard. Then, then they went somewhere, and I took them. I, I don't remember where. I, I was outside. I was talking to some girls, I think. And, and then they were screaming, and I ran in, and, and there was blood. There, there was so, so much blood, and, and the woman was dead, and, and, and Fiddle was dead. And, and then there it was. It was huge. It was bigger than a man, and I, I stabbed it. I, I, I stabbed it. I, the sword... It went deep. It, it it should have, but there wasn't a drop of blood on it when it when I pulled it out, and then it grabbed me and I was screaming and it was on top of me, and then someone was pulling it off of me, and 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 they were screaming at it. I I, I don't remember. Um, I don't know what they said. Emma Emma Welluf, Pirduha. I don't know, and but then it was off of me, so I got up and I ran, and I ran, and I ran, and and when I stopped running, I was here, and it, it won't stop bleeding. It hurts. It hurts so bad. Please, what did this make it stop, doctor? Please, never, never mind your, never mind your squeals. Tell us what this beast looked like. I. I I never saw it clearly. I, I don't know. It was dark. It was huge. So strong. S- strongest man I've ever fought. If it was a man, it, it, I don't know. What what part of town were you in? He goes, Where had you taken know. them? I don't remember. I, we were just walking. I was following them. I held a, I held a torch and I followed them. I've never he's, been to the city before. I was about to say he's not from here. Yeah. But where is your well, master staying in this city? He says we just arrived. We we didn't even have accommodations yet. I'm gonna go ahead and roll under uh, insight to make sure that he's not bullshitting. Well, I actually made the goddamn roll for once. That's fantastic. <laughs> he um, believes everything he's saying. Okay. Curious, um, Fronto, are you armed? Uh, yeah, I probably have my knife on me. Yeah. Give me a opposed dex check. Uh, I've got a hard success. Oh, 93. (laughs) Who won that That one? That is not a success. (laughs) No, it is not. (laughs) He screams. He says, if you're not going to make it stop, I will. And he reaches over and grabs the gladius. I think you are armed with a gladius or a... Uh, Large knife. 
he grabs the knife out of your sheath and just slams it into the side of his neck and like oh. pulls down. And blood, all right, sand check every blood just pours down. Sand check everyone. And he twitches a couple of times and he's dead. And the other medic comes up like, God, he's like, damn it. And he's like pressing on it. It's it's helpless. The guy bled out in seconds. Am I, I mean, immune to this sun loss as it's like blood self-inflicted? Yeah, surgeon and gladiator, you're fine. Everybody else. Oh, uh, I, I make my sand loss yeah. roll. I make the check. All right. I made the check. But I it's, might lose so many. It's, it's one point. It'd be more if you lost it, but you both made it. Okay. Damn it. Okay. Um, All right. So what do we got? Well, we can check the I give you one more thing. Does anyone here know Brythonic? Yes. Let me roll on that. Make an idea roll. Oh, an idea roll. Oh, yeah, you yes. have 40%, so I treat that as fluent. Okay, so do we at uh, Round Pagan House. Um, when, he, uh, when he mouthed those weird words that they, that they were... Um, oh! Emawalof and Paidahal, they sound distinctly like a, a, a dialect of Brythonic spoke in um, in the in the West, um, and they roughly translate to "calm down and don't." Okay, the um, the idea roll was uh, was ten percent, which is I guess a critical success on on that. Kind of, his pronunciation was crap, is what okay. I'm saying, but. It was clear enough that you were able to realize that those are Brythonic words. I will share with the the, the group that uh, whoever was commanding the thing that somebody attempted to command the thing that chewed up this guy. We didn't even get his name. I want to point out, kids, that we didn't even get this guy's name when we got him talking, uh, which is genius for us. But um, <laughs> before he stabbed himself in the throat but the some, Phoenician come on how much yeah, more do we need the Phoenician <laughs> um uh but uh yeah um for the people yeah, writing at home something something Gisco <laughs> for the folks at home <laughs> for the folks at home his name was Gisco uh but um, yeah somebody tried to com somebody tried to command this thing whatever yeah. chewed him up All right, somebody so, tried to command it That's so right. what got... was your translation again it was calm down and don't. Okay. So we've got soldiers and sailors with, with uh, a, a sudden disease outbreak. We've right. got rich men with the same sudden disease outbreak. We've got a horny bastard who shows up in town, hauls a married woman off. And I do have a question. One thing I want to clarify before I go on. Did... Did I had understood the gladiat gladiatrix to have said that she let them go off on their own, but I thought I heard the Phoenicians at least imply that they all went off together. No, no, no. Did I he, misunderstand? He, no, he didn't. Um, he he said that he never said the the gladiatrix went with them. Okay. All right. He said that the so, woman picked up had a gladiatrix for a bodyguard. Okay, but nonetheless, they just got here, and they and somebody one of these three people knew where to go, you know, basically straight away, and one presumes that they were off to have sex. So that all, to me, that all adds up to a to a den of she wolves somewhere. 
And where where would where what do we think likely play? Who knows Diva the best that they might? Oh, there's where tons they, of problems here. You're, well, so we yeah. can ask the Vigilis, right? So he came running down and ran in, uh-huh. barreled into them. So we can find <laughs> where, where, where they saw him and then just follow that road back up and, you know, yeah. start, checking the start checking the brothels on that section of town. Yeah. Yeah. He couldn't because, have gotten because, very far. Yeah, he couldn't have gotten far that way. One would think before he right. ran into somebody okay, else. So the, the some uh, Vigilis can take you to exactly where he was found. Okay. okay. And then if any of you have tracking, he was ah. bleeding. He was bleeding quite a bit, although it's been a day. It is. It is. Yeah. And it's February and it rains and that. Yeah. Yeah. But again, you'd at least have an area of the city. Again, like I said, he couldn't have gotten far in that condition. So when, when the Vigilis takes us a... to that spot, then can we say, well, what, you know, what is in this area? You know, what is there yeah. a brothel here? What's based what, on, what's based on our hometown, hometown knowledge? In this area, based on your hometown knowledge, is a couple of brothels nearby. I mean, I must have taxed them. I mean, I must have <laughs> picked them up for money at some point. You do find a blood trail. Oh, well, that's handy. But uh, one of you will need to make a track to get the to find uh, at least the direction it's going. If you could even just find the direction, you could narrow down which brothel. Not my bailiwick. Nope. A, a base. Yeah, base. No, so I tell you what, let's go to the first brothel and then let's go to the second brothel and 50 50, we might get the right one. Also, would I have enough? What kind of knowledge would I have about these places based on having to um, shake them down? The brothels you know, in this area are all very high end brothels. This is actually a really nice part of town. Well, that means that cops and rich people can afford it because the cops are going to be able to get a discount. I mean, the vigilists. None of the, none of the sick people were cops. Well, I mean, they were the vigilists, right? They were the they were the the watch. Nope, they were army and navy guys mm. from the base yeah. who'd been yeah, transferred yeah. to the vigilists hospital, so they didn't have an outbreak at the army or naval port. Okay, okay, okay. Hmm. So the. The closest brothel to here is a brothel called uh, Amoris Omnibratio, and I'm butchering that. I apologize now, Mr. Professor Mansfield, um, <laughs> my Latin guy. Um, but it uh, translates uh, it translates roughly to uh, shadows of love. Hmm. Nothing ominous about that. <laughs> Sounds enchanting. And of course, at this time of the day, it is not open. Mm. But it is Knock also on the door. Is there blood seeping the from under the door? Or no, no, no. Signs no. of it, it has rain. Okay. So, if you guys wanted to break for your midday meal, possibly go to the bathhouse. It's mid-afternoon at this point. Um, I can't think it, of a better. I can't think of a better time to go in the brothel than when it's closed. You can knock. Yeah, I'm knocking at the door. Yeah, we've got a gladiator and a tax collector. <laughs> okay, and an older man with an eye patch opens, and he says, uh, "We don't open until dusk." I think you can open for the uh, tax collector. He says, "Well, I'm pretty sure we're paid up." Um, have you had? 
<laughs> have your girls been checked by the, the by the doctor? I think we need to have they. I don't know if they do that in ancient Rome if they've got that kind of uh, service. Make a there. fast talk roll. You can right. you can say it. It may not be true, <laughs> but you can try. I'm, oh, I'm, I can step Let's in see. with charm. Okay, uh, not my best skill, but. I rolled a 15, which is not bad. Yes, 25. It actually it got in. Under he says, the... hold on now, hold on. He says, let me get the boss. Fair enough. Does he step away from the door, or does he close it and latch it? He never opened it. He, op- he opened the slot. <laughs> okay. Oh. That makes sense. So a few I minutes. Kinda want, I kind of want Manad just to fucking break the, the door bar right now. Just have him just... Uh, are, you say, are you saying okay, that? Come to this place. No, no. no let's... This place is, is marble, marble walls, columns, portico, steps. This is a high-end brothel. Understood. This is not, you know, this is not some army shag hole. I mean, this is. Well, that's going to go. Really... That's going into my my dictionary. That's going into my thesaurus. Shag hole. Huh? Okay. <laughs> Okay, so you are. I'm going to um while they're doing that and fixing their attention, I'm going to slip around the back. Okay, <laughs> this would be the time I would take Jeff's character to another table. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jeff, we're gonna have a scene after this. Okay, I just I'm gonna run their scene first to see how much time right. you have. Okay, cool. Okay, so a woman comes to the door, older. Um, she looks like she just threw on some clothing and, uh, she is very attractive for her age, which is older than she's trying to appear. And she has a, a, um, a very dark head of, of quite curly hair that, uh, goes to her, um, her shoulders and she goes, okay, good afternoon, gentlemen, uh, miss. I'm Dosia. I'm the proprietor of this establishment. Uh, what is this about? It's a little early for us. Um, uh, we told her that we're um, following up on uh, the doctor here and myself in our official capacities are assisting the city in an attempt to track down a recent outbreak of fevers that may be connected to uh, the brothels in this region. We were wonder. We need to come inside and have the doctor inspect the um, uh, the facilities for any signs, uh, and check your slaves for any signs of this fever. Do you actually believe that? I'm asking you as a keeper, not as a as the character. Do I actually believe what that this is your, part of our your statement just now? Uh, I believe this is mostly a lie. Yes. Okay. So you do not, you do not believe it. And um, I don't believe that. I don't believe I have an official capacity beyond shaking people okay. down. Um, but says, well, let's get this settled. Why don't you come in? But you're not having a look around because uh, we, we have someone who checks everyone, and no one here is sick. So she lets the five of you in to the front area. Four, four, four. four. four the four of you into the front area where there's a little bit of lounge where they bring the girls out on in normal occasions um, and you'd pick, but they're closed now and everyone's asleep still upstairs. Although you, you do hear people up on the floor above you kind of getting ready for their day, which is a night. 
And she says, so no one here is sick. I'm sorry that people are sick. Uh, but, um, I, I am definitely going to use it. Definitely using insight on her. Oh my gosh, he rolls a fucking 07. Finally, he makes an insight roll. She says, no one here is sick. And uh, I'm more interested in her, her demeanor. Is she calm? Is she collected? Is she annoyed by our presence as opposed oh, to she's nervous? She's annoyed by your presence. Um, I, if, if, if there was a, a, a monster murder in her house, she seems to be taking it very well. Your point being, Scott? <laughs> <laughs> Were you going somewhere? I'm asking you as the as the keeper whether or not um, her uh, demeanor Im- uh, implies that uh, uh, she is nervous about anything that's happened in this house recently. Is she is she having because we're talking about I think she's a, a massacre she's, that happened she's last night. She's confused as to why you're here and trying to make sense of it. But because you've got a, a huge hulking gladiator, um, somebody, you know, and a famous actress and your tax collector, she's just not going to leave you out in the fe- in the February cold. Okay. And well, nothing about the premises suggests that, that uh, anything is out of order for yeah, this uh, like, uh, like If there's furniture and if you there's decor... You take a decor, quick look around, there, it right. looks like a very high-end, high-luxury brothel. You don't see nothing anything out of, out of the ordinary other okay. than the fact that you're standing in it, Calvina. <laughs> right. no, usually she wouldn't be allowed in. Right. Well, I this is embarrassing, that. but it's for the public good. Yeah. Um, Hold on, Mike uh, had something? Yes. I, can I turn to her and say, a Phoenician man was injured last night along this street. Know you of this? We've heard of it. Uh, there was some screaming in the middle of the night. We heard that the video picked up a madman who attacked him. This That's man had I not know. come to this. He had not come here. Not that I'm aware. Well... What, let's try the insight roll on that roll. Yes. That's a yes. And how much bullshit is she giving us? Uh, that was not a, a, a truthful statement. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, At this point, for, the guard returns for- with the other guard, and they're both armed. Excellent. Excellent. Um, that means they're not at the back door. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to go ahead and, uh, you know, w- w- right now we're just in sort of, what, an atrium, a foyer for this place. Uh, how many entrances out are there? Um, you see one that leads to the back of the house and a stairway leading up to the second floor. Okay. Um, um, Scott, if you're giving me the wink that she's lying... Are you giving me the wink that she's lying? Um, I will definitely. If there's any, if there was any way that I could communicate that to somebody with a with that with a look of, you know, you've worked together before. I'm sure you've <laughs> worked deaths out. Like, yeah, yes, I'm. I completely believe everything if she's I, if saying. I roll my shoulders. It means they're lying. So you've got you've worked together. Before. I'm gonna. Uh, <laughs> once I get that message, I will turn back to her, and walk up very close to her and say, "You lie." And uh, tell me the truth. Both of the guards flank her and they put their hands on their hilts and they said, you want to back up because, uh, 
You're not immune. You're not immune to stab wounds, big guy. Do you know who this both. man I, is? I, I look at both of them and just say, "You want to try? You want to try?" And she says, uh, "There's no reason for blood to be shed in this house." You mean? I agree. Tell me the truth. And, says, and there won't be. And she says, "Sir, call your man off, and I'll call mine off, and we can have a civilized discussion." But I oh, won't, I'm so, I'm sorry. I won't be intimidated in my own house. Let's <laughs> say my man. Oh, that's very presumptuous. I believe he's his own man, but let's all just let's all back down and just for a second and be civil again. Thank you for letting us in your house. I appreciate your uh, you uh, <clears throat> allowing us to come inside. But it, on the subject of bloodshed, are we? Do you? The, was there bloodshed previously in this house? Perhaps last night. And she says, "I can ask my girls if you'd like to wait." Why don't that we come would with be you? Wonderful. Yeah, I think this is the kind of bloodshed you would have noticed. You wouldn't have to ask your girls about. You mentioned there was three. Kind of bloodshed I would have noticed. The Phoenician. From what people have told me, it's word travels in an air in a neighborhood. Yeah, let's try the inside again. Thirty-three, or possibly everything, thirty-three. Everything in, that, everything in that statement was true. Wow, fair enough. But is she trying to deceive me? I mean, obviously she is, but I'm just doing the die roll on top of it. She says, if there was violence in this house, I will get to the bottom of it, and I will report it to you or the authorities. I, if you, you, you can check with people. I run a reputable business here. I am very good friends with the local watch commander, and I have friends Me in too. lower places. And I have friends in lower places as well. Me too. I'd like to try and step in and change the tact here and go woman to woman, charm offensive here to, to go, you know, it doesn't, blood doesn't need to be spilled. No reputations need to be sullied. We're, we're only trying to make sure that, that no dishonor or ill repute could fall upon this, this fine establishment. Charm, 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 charm. Roll it. Uh, zero five. That's better. She says, well, woman to woman, I have a business to run. Of course you do. Dave. This is very disruptive. If of there is someone, if someone attacked anyone, I will be the first one to find out who to turn over to you. But I cannot have your friends tromping through this establishment. There's no need for a tromp. Why don't you just lead me upstairs? Fine. Thank you. You're a doll. <laughs> Careful. We're going to end up knocking her open and she's going to be full of straw. Yeah, well. Okay. She takes you upstairs. Okay. Again, this would be me leading another player to another table. <laughs> All right. And I'm going to, for, for dramatic purposes, we're going to switch to Jeff now. Okay, and we're gonna keep, um, we're gonna keep you hanging for a moment. One question: When Calvinia goes off with her uh, Dosia, um, I presume uh, Tweedledee and Tweedledumber are hanging out here, giving us the hairy eyeball. Yep. Okay, that's cool. This podcast is a proud member of the Legends of Tabletop Broadcast Network. For more gaming-related content, please visit www.legendsoftabletop.com.